Shalashudas asked some questions, and I wasn't zayicher to be there for his answers. And I want to share. I was b'siat neshmaya to many of the questions he asked. I had asked the year before, really, and and this year I've been talking a lot about traveling during Sefer Bereshis. It's been very relevant the sugi of traveling the last few days. And I want to share something with the guys that's percolating in me. I want to try to express it and see, see if the chevres mask him. He asked, the questions he asked are, are clear. We're gishmak. He asked as follows. Yosef Sadik, faithful, the, the, the tremendous, the meeting with his brothers. The, the, he says, Ani Yosef introduces himself to his brothers. Right before... He, after he introduces himself, he sends them back to Yaakov Avinu, back to Eretz Kenan, to pick up their father Yaakov and come back to Mitzrayim. And the Pasuk says, He sends his brothers when they go. He sends them and they leave. After they leave, a fantastic question, he then says to them, don't fight on the road. Now the Medrash says, we're going we're to get to that question. The Medrash says he told them, don't learn Eon on the road. I promise, you're right not to believe me, except this is true. That today, my wife had asked me to, st- I went in with my wife early this morning, and she asked me to stop in a certain place. And I promise you that I was in the middle of handling this Rashi. I was preparing for the drush I was giving this morning. And I was just organizing my thoughts. And I was thinking about the Rashi, Al-Tir Derech, and I missed the exit. My wife said, eh, exit eight. I said, you're not going to believe this, Rachel. I said, you're not going to believe it. This is not a believable thing. 100% in my mind, I was handling the Rashi, Al-Tir Derech, and I missed exit eight. I kid you not. Exit eight I missed because I was thinking about the Rashi, Al-Tir Derech. You can't make this up. I don't think the rest of my life, the rest of my life, I will not forget this Rashi, because it happened to me, thinking about this Rashi, I'm not exaggerating, I was thinking about the Rashi, where Yosef HaTzadik tells his brother, don't learn Be'iyun on the road, because you're going to get fafir, you're going to get lost, and I missed it. But I said, Daniel, Daniel, like today. Like, oh, she's like, what happened? Like I was in the middle, I, I was thinking about something for the speech. So I said, she said, I, I saw you preparing. I said, you're not going to believe what I was thinking about. She said, what were you thinking about? al <laughs> She's like, no, but yeah. <laughs> True story, al It's hard to believe. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. That's the chazal you're thinking about to miss your right, exit. No, it's amazing. It's what happened. It's what, it's what happened. It's what happened today. No joke, no exaggeration, zero. It's just what happened. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> the kids here is like this. So Yosef Sadik tells his brother, don't learn B'iyun on the road. Now always, when you study Chazal, learn the simple pshat. It bothers me people run to Machshava and to Kabbalah and all different places and don't learn simple pshat. That's devastating and deadly. Very dangerous. And Chazal say to be very careful not to study Ion on the road. 
And that means that road safety is important because it's dangerous. You're, you're driving. It bothers me when people are involved in one activity. If I'm refing a game, you're not talking to me. I'm refing the game. Focus on the activity at hand. If you're driving, focus on driving. And I'll tell it's not the time to learn Be'iyun. It's not the time to have deep philosophical conversations. There's a trip. That's a trip. It's funny, as long as you're traveling with a bacher and he wants to be like a gishmakster. It's like, ask questions. I'm not making fun. I don't, anybody in the car, ask whatever you want. He's like, you know, could God make a stone that he can't lift? Like, could we go, we're on a trip. Like, ask a question about Sinoko. Like, like let the trip be. Altir gzubaderich. What's Sinoko? Isn't that the gas thing? Is that long gone, Sinoko? But I, handle the gas stations. I, Shlomo and I were talking a little about this. We were mar- on a trip, like, let the trip be a trip. So that was your message to the brother. Oh, oh, we'll get that. Oh, 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 I like the kasha. I like the kasha. I like that kasha, and I want to speak about that. But kaidim kol, I don't want to leave pshat. That Chazal say such a thing, it can't just be pshat. And right? Brownstein's pushing, and he's right. But I don't want to forget about pshat. And, the, and, and very important, on the road, don't learn Ian on the road. You're in the middle of traveling, don't learn Ian. There's, there's, there's a job in it. I've seen people be distracted from tasks at hand very, very much, and it bothers me. There's road safety to study, by the way, which matters, which matters a lot. And there's, in general, tasks that be true to your task. That's geschmack. You could have the deepest, best conversation in cars. The less you try to force, the more you accomplish. You're with your family. We have conversations and jokes and all different geschmack. Let it flow. Let it flow. Don't be afraid. If you want to ask, if you, I don't mind. The guy, people's minds go all different places. I was thinking about Altir Gezuba Derech on the Derech. So don't worry. If, and if you want to ask a philosophical question, you won't be judged. You can ask whatever you want. There's, be present, be present, enjoy. Be present, be present in the moment. Enjoy the moment, let the moment breathe. So, don't learn Ian on the road. Very. Important. Very. very important. What? Oh, so Yaisus says, it says learn on the road. So it means what's, what's natural, what's flowing for the, for the trip. Everything's tired, everything has tired. Trust me, we learned a lot on the road. Altergezu is bi'iyun. So then there's a thing not to learn Be'iyan. There's many halachas that come up and many sugyas galore. Every, every trip has sugyas galore. But learn the sugya of the trip, not Be'iyan, Be'seder. Very important shot. The kasha to say that, Shu, I want you to hear this. See, Yosef HaTzad tells us, don't learn to Be'iyan. It would be very dangerous. I was in the car, Tutu Midacham were arguing and one of them was driving and they were fighting. I was scared for my life. I'll tear, they were screaming, he's yelling back, like, ah! like, look at the road, calm down. They were getting a, a, a big fight. Don't fight on the road, don't learn too much. Beautiful advice. Rashi brings another medrash, another pshat, that it means I don't want you to fight. They're going to fight. Who did this to Yosef? They're going to start rehashing the whole story. I don't want you to fight on the road. Again, it's probably not safe. That's great. That's great. It's beautiful, important, Rashi, and I, I don't want to say but. 
Because if you don't study this, I'm not about to say but. Okay. I, we just learned Pshat. Was it was worth, year. I'd come here. It's a great shit. Now let's sing a song. Mission at hand, focus on the mission and driving safety. Woo. You have a task. Amnesia, Chazal, say that. This is Chazal. Right. Now, what's the problem? How do fight. I know? Don't fight. And don't fight. <laughs> <laughs> on the road. Right. How do I know? How do I know Chazal didn't just mean this, Chevra? Yes, how? Shua, the way I know Chazal didn't just mean this, there's a bomb kasher. Is the brothers left Yaakov Avinu, and Yaakov Avinu doesn't give the Musr. Why didn't Yaakov Avinu give Musr? Don't learn Be'in on the road. They were about to leave Yaakov to go to Mitzrayim. Don't learn Be'in. I'll tear Zubaderech. No, no command from Yaakov Avinu. Why didn't he say Al Tirg well, The second, the second, the second pshat that's answered. In the first pshat, the Rashi says, "Don't learn Ion Chazal." Chazal Rashi doesn't bring the Chazal Mamish, but Chazal who say it means not to learn Ion while you're driving. Why did Yosef Atzadik teach that? Let Yaakov Avinu teach that. He's the father. It makes more sense for him to teach not to learn Ion on the way. So why did Yosef teach you? It's a very strong question. A second observation is if he was telling them how to travel, it shouldn't say first, Vayelechu. says, Yosef HaTzadik sends them, they went. And he said to them, I'm a very visual learner. It almost sounds like he sends them, they leave, and he says to them, don't fight on the road. I picture he's running after the car, screaming, don't fight, don't talk, Ian. And he's like running after the car like he forgot to tell them. Because it says, Vayelechu. And what that says to me is that this wasn't really just a message for this journey. So the Hashem words, they left already. And he said to them, it wasn't just, if it was just for this journey, before they left, tell them, it was for future journeys as well. That's, that's, so one is, why did Yosef say it? Other people have traveled earlier in the Torah. It's very smart advice to focus on your trip and not to, not to learn Be'iun. But why, here and now, everything's very exact from Hashem. Why did Yosef Atzadik teach don't learn Be'iun when you're driving? It's a very good idea. Be careful, stay focused on the trip, don't text and drive, don't talk and drive, don't drink and drive. It's a trip, Geschmack, focused. Very focused, don't be watching a clip, don't be watching talk, don't watch it, just focus and drive. Drive and... <laughs> drive. In Rebbe's school, they tell you never say it right. Like, don't say TikTok. It's, it's an old, it's an old, it's an old trick. Okay, fine. So, Kitzer, why does it say it? So, why does it say it here? So, Shua, why does it say it here? Listen to this. I'm going to describe something that I want to describe that any yeshiva guy has lived with this tension. I'm going to look at faces to see who relates. In yeshiva, there's an iyun seder, first seder, and second seder. Now, I want to tell you a little about my own journey. When I was in high school, I had a serious competition with my friend, with my friends. We wanted to make as much siyumim as possible because we wanted to show off. We wanted to be one of the better guys. So if we finished more mesechtas, you can make a big party, and everybody's very impressed, so you look good. And we had a competition, who can look the best? 
So we were all finishing Mesechdas to compete. It was a comp- competition. I'm very competitive. So we'd all learn a lot of Mesechdas and compete to finish a lot. That was high school. And we're all, you didn't want to go slow because they couldn't finish. If you couldn't finish, nobody knew you were learning. It was much more geschmack to, be, to make it about you. People even spoke at you at Siyum. It was very geschmack, a wonderful thing. So we would compete and we'd finish Mesechdas. That's what we did in high school. Came base Med Yeshua, I'm a little older. And I decided, no, 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 see him, just to make him feel good. You know, you have other tricks, how to get people to notice you. But I also want to enjoy the learning. And I started learning slower. I started Shua learning much slower. Studying it, careful, slow, forget finishing. After about four years in Beis Medrash, so I had four years of high school finishing, competing, running through quickly. And four years in Beis Medrash learning slowly. And then I made an observation that I know the Masechet as I learn faster, much better, much deeper, much, not close. The Masechet as I learned fast, I, f- I simply know them much better. I know them deeper. That's weird. Here I was learning up fast. It was like a second Seder. And I want to tell you my observation. There's all, at the point of learning is Eon. Is depth. Everything you learn, you're not just reading. You're studying, you're having a perspective, and the goal is to understand the Dvar Hashem deeply. What I observed is as follows. If you ever want to look at a picture, if I would show a beautiful painting, I would show, if I would show, there's a beautiful talus. I'm very, Nachum Wolf stuff draws me. The amount of chesed... The amount of chesed, he's given out thousands of dollars of chesed. I like business a lot because people should make big money and do precious things. And the man makes quality stuff, makes money, does chesed with it. A lot of the esteem, guys wear the garments, geschmack, and how many people feel proud to be in a yeshiva and wear beautiful clothing. It's a big thing, it's cool. So I like his stuff. So I show you, this talus, what? Money's good. Excellent. So this talus, look at this talus. <laughs> look at this talus, Rabbi Say, beautiful talus. Yeah. I show you this bag. This bag is houses a talus. It should, ha- it should be housed in a beautiful thing. Quite the thing. Now, with some, if I would show you this thing, you look at the whole thing. It's the different test. colors. Remember, you see the crown on the test? Ah, but if people look at this, like, hmm, hmm. So, so, so. See the whole thing, my friend. There's time to analyze the different parts, but also learn to have a step back and view the whole thing. I felt like when I was learning Eon, and of course, every part of Torah is beautiful. Every letter, every Rashi, every Tysus, every word, and there's a time and a place to analyze it all. But make sure you get a broad view also. It's very, very dangerous not to get a nice view of the sugya. I feel like the Masechtas I learned young, I knew better because I did what was supposed to be first, see the whole picture. It's not a good way of looking at this piece by piece, not a good way of looking at it. See the whole thing and then zone in. I actually suspect the guy should learn a whole Masechta and then start in. After he's seen the Masechta five to ten times, should start learning, that's my suspicion. Because you know the whole thing, then slowly you zone in on things. I think that's a better way of looking at a picture. 
it's, it's, it's pretty ironic that the Gemara says to do that. Ligrais v'lohadr now, some will claim that's back then when they were memorizing. We have written out. I don't believe it. Because like I don't believe it because Gairus, even though it's written down, but you're not connected. I think Ian starts when the blood are very familiar to you. I actually suspect, I don't care, everybody can have any Derech Halima they want. I don't know how much to do this with. Maybe 10 blot. My suspicion is, is to see the picture observe it, 10 blot, 20 blot, the Masechet a few times, and then to start being ma'ayin piece by piece, I suspect it's a much healthier way of looking at something. I suspect it's built, you remember it, you retain it, you appreciate it more, you have a certain wholesome view, I suspect that. So in the younger grades, I was seeing the whole thing, I think that was a better entrance way into Ion. And when I just started breaking bits, 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 See, I didn't, rem- I didn't have a picture. I had no shlemus of seeing the picture. A suspicion, I don't, each person, there are many different ways to learn. That is not my agenda. You'll hear what I want to get with this. But there's a tension, Binny, in learning, in how to learn. And of course, the goal is eon. But there are different ways of being ma'ayin. And there's the danger in eon is step back and let the picture. There's another danger, and it's not so different is don't choke the sugya. Did you ever go to a shear? Somebody's talking, ah, I have a question. Whoa, whoa, like, here, hear what's being said. Let it flow a little. Don't choke the sugya. Here, let it express. Let it talk. Let it talk to you. Let it, let it work on you. Let the sugya do some work. And a lot of times when we're jumping in, we're, we're, we're not letting the sugya do its job. Now, of, um, of course, of course, we have to ask, and ha- that's how the sugya works, by making observations. But make sure to let it breathe, let it go a little bit, read, and see a little further. You have some observations, write them down, and see a little more, and then read it again. Some of the best ma'ainim that I've seen know how to read the whole thing. Then look at it again, and read it again. And they have questions, say that they write down, they put aside, read it a second time, a third time, again, we had somebody who was in Reish Kohl for many years, one of the great Ma'ayinim that I have met in my life. His name is Rav Fishman. Tremendous Talmud Chacham in the Ma'ayin. His way of Eon is like I'm describing. Uri knows what I'm talking about. His way of Eon is reading Gemara like very simply many times. He'll read through it one more time. Let's learn rejoicing. Like my father learns a lot like this. My father finishes Shas every year and his point is Eon. That's what's interesting. His point is Eon, that's his point. He doesn't hold, he doesn't like the word Bikeus. But he finishes, he wants to see Shas and feel it and experience it, and then he goes into Nekudas. Mm. If you learn with this refreshment, he'd read the Amud, then he'd read it again, and he had some horrors, would move away from the Amud, read it a third time. Then he'd learn it a fourth and a fifth time, and then he'd start like delving in. He saw, he experienced, he got what's being said, and then the way things would start emerging was gorgeous because he saw the whole thing. Then he, then he like zoned into different parts, different, but he saw the whole thing. And that, there's, there's something to this stepping back, letting the holding, don't choke it. So th- this is, this is, I'm not coming, literally not coming to Paskin. Please don't listen to me. I bet you different brains work differently. I bet you there are people, and even in what I'm saying, how much quick you have to always ask. So I'm not asking you to listen. I'm saying my experience is for a specific reason. 
So this is, you know, the, the Gemara speaks about learning. The Gemara says, First get it, and then afterwards be ma'ayin. I suspect that something to what I'm saying. Something in this league to what I'm saying. And that's, but anybody who ever learned has attention. How much, I'm stuck, I have a cash. Ayat Chavrusa, one of the main stresses in our Chavrusa shaft. He was much deeper than me. We would read a rash, but I was done after a day. I say a day to be nice to me. I was done a lot quicker. I just was done. And he like six days later was still on the rash, but I was losing my mind. I wanted to drop him. I couldn't handle it. Bavram Shmulevitz told me on him that he's the best learner I've met in 50 years, which wasn't a guzma. My Rebbe Rai Brown, who knows Bavli and Yerushalmi Balpeh, was once drunk for him and said, I taught for 30 years. There's one guy in 30 years I'm afraid of. Nobody else. He taught Iluyim, Talmid Chamim. He said, this is the only guy. He was stoned, Keshikar Kilait. He said, the only guy he's afraid of is this particular friend of mine. He's a big mind. He's a tremendous mind. He's a guy today, he's working at Talmud Chacham, learned in Lakewood for a couple of decades. He works, he's a Talmud Chacham Nifla. So I, I don't know on a sugi if I ever met somebody better in learning. I don't know if I met. His level of learning is Naira. He would sit on a Rashba, but it, was, it made me nuts. He could sit on the rashp and slowly, slowly see more oymik and more things would start emerging. Beautiful, beautiful pictures would start emerging from the rashp. So I call Chavrusa for arrogance. He was a Rebbe, but I, I wanted a gain from him. The Kitzur Advarim is, is this guy, the Kitzur Advarim is, there's all different styles of Eon, and I say you have to learn on your own, but the tension of how fast and slow. I wanted to drop him. Rav Ram Shmuel Levitz didn't let me. I wanted to drop him. I was losing my, I was losing my mind. I want to move on. And, but, but it was interesting. So there's a tension. And it's a healthy tension. And you have to figure it out. And I don't say the answer. I say that's part of the experience of learning. And one of the main stresses of our Chavrusashaft. I would deduce things from what we learned. How could you, he, he like felt, till we have more clarity, we can't learn anything. And I felt from the view itself, I see things. Isn't that beautiful? He felt, till we understand all, like, like, we, like there's nothing to see yet. We had like a very fascinating tension. I already liked the talus, just because I saw the talus. I already liked, we had a deep tension for two years like this. I don't say, no, I don't say he's wrong, no, Looking no. At he would look at each little so part. So but what he would, he would see things I never saw in my life. He would notice, the, he, he would see secrets in here you wouldn't believe. He'd notice real things. So, so I am not coming to say good or bad. I'm coming to say that there's a tension in learning between seeing all the delicate details and seeing the big picture. There's a tension. I'm not saying good and bad. There's a tension. Seeing the big picture, we're, we're playing it out. If you notice what Revezi's doing, we're playing it out for you. <laughs> so there's, this, is a, this is a tension in Torah. Now watch this. Maybe I need to hear your whole shear. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun. So Yezim says to the brothers, Binny, listen to this. Shua, listen to this. They're leaving him and Yosef HaTzadik says to his brothers, I don't want you to learn B'iyun. 
I want you to learn, say he meant like me, a little fast, see the whole sugi, none of this regas. Halacha psuka, see the whole picture, stop with your iun. That's what he tells him. Now please hear me out. This, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I came here to say tonight is very dangerous. We're a yeshiva that pushes hard, and, it, and the, the guys brought this revolution, they're changing my life to learn to notice the details, all the details of my history, to work on emotion. And it's a generation, Daniel, that's not just saying, just perform. There were earlier diaries, tremendous, tremendous, your parents and grandparents, Naira, and generations who were doing what they were supposed to do, power through, be impressed. Don't be so shallow not to see a tikkun in that. There were generations that no matter what pain you had, just learn. Just a guy went to davening and he powered through. He didn't feel it. He didn't care. He didn't know. He had all different parts he ignored. And there was generations of beautiful tikkunim they brought. They brought. And there's a tremendous, tremendous madrega of earlier dayas that powered through comes a new generation today and tell a guy, just do it. I, who cares how you feel? Feel shmeel. <laughs> and a generation that won't listen to you. You're wasting your time. And clearly what's happening today is a tikkun that we're bringing God into right the door before Mashiach and we're bringing Hashem into nooks and crannies. And we're examining and f- healing and figuring out because we're bringing every little space into godliness. So people want to understand, they want to experience, they want to feel, they want to be part of something. People ask, why is the generation struggling with Shabbos? Keep Shabbos, what's with you? Of course keep Shabbos. But you have a generation that wants Shabbos in their pain, they want to they be one with the day, they want to feel it and experience it. And we have a generation that's not settling just be a soldier, they want to connect to something in a deep, meaningful, profound way. That's what's going on out there. And we're a yeshiva that's, 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 that's living what's happening today and trying to resolve, trying to figure out. Now, please hear this. There's a, there's a, there's a machlaikis in the Gemara. Fagai has worries inside of him. Along his journey, his parents fought when he was two. When he was five, he was, he was, went whatever he went, his parents maybe fought. When he was eight, he was bullied. When he was 10, he was in school and felt <coughs> invisible, perhaps. Whatever his journey and story was. And then he's now 20, 25, 22, 16. And he's trying to figure out his journey. And we're at a place that very much speaks about this concept of figuring out, of resolving, of working through, of speaking, not just bullying, not just just do it and forget it. No, we want to get a shleimus, every part, to bring ourselves to connect Avaidis Hashem. So to work out and resolve and bring in every aspect of ourselves. So Shleima Melech says in a Pasuk, Daga Belevish, if you have worries in your heart, Yesichena. So Machlaikas in the Gemara, what Yesichena means. It either means forget about it. You see, chena midaitoi, forget about it, move on. Or it means, you see, chena lacherim, talk about it. It's a machlaikis in the Gemara. Does it mean forget about it? Forget about it, you have issues, challenges, power through. Ah. And one man, the Amar, says talk about it. Now, if you're now to learn Shas, 
We never have machleiks and mikatsel akatsa to extremes. That's not how shas works. If there's a machleikis, it's a kasher. To ever assume a machleikis is mikatsel akatsa. This is quite extreme. You have issues, should you just forget about it? Power through as if it never happened? Or should I resolve and cry and speak about and work through it? It's, that's me, katzalakatz. And obviously, it's obvious to me that that's not the machloikis. The machloikis is, is what's the ikr? What's the focus? Both sides agree you need both. Both. You need to work and handle, and you also need to forget about it and move forward. Both are true. That's Pashat. There's a machloikis. There's a machloikis. If you know about therapists, there are therapists who lean to Yisichenomi Daitai. That's CBT and DBT, which are both forms of therapy that say, let's learn good behaviors today and let's put aside what happened in different ways. And then there's EMDR and inner child work and all different therapies. So it's a machlaikis, the therapist today by the Goyim. But we have a Torah that way precedes the Chachm of the Goyim. And in the Torah already there's a machlaikis, what the Iker is. There's a machlaikis, what the Iker. And there are different ones, both People who are CBT, DBT agree there needs to be elements of inner child work. People who are inner child, people agree there are elements, but there are machlaiks, and what's your ikra? And you find out by a therapist. Do you hold Yisichen Midaitai? Do you hold Yisichen Alachem? There's a machlaikis. Remains a machlaikis. But they're both forces. Now please listen to what Yosef HaTzadik tells the brothers. And it's very dangerous what we're learning tonight. But it can only be said if it's acknowledged that the first step is, of, but of course, resolve and figure out, but of course. But Yosef HaTzadik, after his brothers have been told about epic mistakes of their lives, about Ani Yosef, and they've been given a peladic rebuke. They held he was a Navi Sheker and he was a Navi Emes. That's powerful. Everything you held, you're wrong. You held he was a lying Navi and his prophecy came true. He's the king and he's the king of all the brothers. His prophecy is true. And you held he was wrong. That's, that's startling, overwhelming to be sure you're right and you're not. And the brothers have found a tremendous teichecha, tremendous rebuke that they're wrong in everything they assumed. They were wrong. And he's rebuked. The brothers have been rebuked and, and, and serious mistakes. And then he says, on the road, I don't want you to learn Eon. And what he says is as follows. Remember, learning Eon is when you try to analyze every piece and you choke the sugya. Let the sugya breathe. Read it again. Hear what it says. Put your kasha aside. Don't learn Eon. And when you travel on the road, it's very dangerous. You learn Eon, you get lost. You get too involved in one detail. It's very dangerous. Don't choke the sugya. And he tells his brothers, after he's revealed to them mistakes of the past, don't learn eon. And I wonder if his message of Yosef HaTzadik, the message, in resolving and figuring out details of our own journeys, if there's a big message, stop being ma'ayin, there's a time, let it go, let it go. Hashem's running the world. Hashem runs the world through our 
intentional good deeds and through our intentional misdeeds. And he runs the world through both. And he's able. And you have questions, so do I. We're not as smart as Hashem. And Hashem runs the world through our good deeds and through our misdeeds. But he runs the world. And Yosef HaTzadik, whose message to his brothers is Hashem sent me here Hashem was running the world. And look today, step back and just see Hashem running the world. You sold, you thought, you did, and you can now investigate who done it, who did what, and Rashi's drash. That al don't start picking apart the story. Who anyway is the one who spoke Lashnar first on Yais? Who, in going to all the details, step back and just see Hashem's plan. Whoever made the mistakes and whatever mistakes were made, step back and see Hashem's plan. Mm. Don't learn Iyun. Don't choke the sogya. Al zubaderech. In, in, in coming and confronting challenges and mistakes, there's a person has to step back and not learn Iyun sometimes. And it doesn't mean there's not a place and a time to ask. But there's also a time to step back and see Yad Hashem. And see Hashem's taking us and leading us and bringing us places. But, and you get so busy, who done it? Why'd you do it? Why'd we do it? And you lose the bigger picture of Yad Hashem. Hashem runs the world. And he runs the world. And people, it's true, people make mistakes. It's true, people, and, and, and it's true there's such a thing called charat. And it's true we, there's analyzation at times necessary to ask why did we make a mistake? What was the exact mistake? What was the point? And there's an eon that's always allowed. Questions are good. But there's a time, you have tasks and things. Go back and bring Yaakov Avinu. Come down to Mitzrayim. The family is being united. There are tasks to do. Along the road, don't get stuck on Iyun where you're not seeing and experiencing and enjoying the picture, the beautiful picture that Hashem has made. I have watched and experienced, and I think this sugi of Altirg Zubaderech, specifically in a place, it shouldn't be said if somebody uses this as an excuse not to think about challenges. Ah! When, a, when a youngster tells me, and I can't stand this, I'll six, you tell me, yeah, I went through this, I'm past it. You know, there's a word my father doesn't let me say, but I'm thinking it. I'll tell you later. Yeah, yeah, come to me later. I'll tell you. But I'm past it. I didn't say the word. <laughs> there's a bad word that my father doesn't let me say, but a guy in yeshivas, I'm past it. <laughs> till, till you're 69, if you don't mind, <laughs> I'm past it. Stop, knock it off. Knock it off. Feel, experience for sure. There's an eon, there's, there's, there's what to be studied and processed. And that has to be. So it's a dangerous night we're doing. But I want to say about this, that, that of course, and Yasef HaTzadik doesn't say that there's no sugi of, of analyzing and thinking. And there's such a thing called eon. But when the eon stops the travel and the road and the journey, when it's froze you, when it doesn't allow you, there are things that need to be done here. Go call dad. I'll tear Zubaderich. There are accomplishments that are yet needed. What is there? I would say they're, they're traveling. They're traveling. There are places to go, things to acquire. I think along the journey, when it freezes your journey, 
I think when learning B'iyun freezes your journey, and Mekenish gained right there, then I'll tear Zubadarach, knock it off. See the picture, move forward. You have a cash. See forward, see more, experience, allow, allow for a bigger picture, allow, push it, put it a little further away and see. There's what to see, there's what to examine. If the brothers will pull it close and break it apart to all its details, who did what and why, they won't see the chesed Hashem, the tremendous, that Hashem, through people's error, but Hashem caused that Yosef went to Mitzrayim, and now he's here to save all the brothers. If you step back and pull out your own eon, out of the equation, you'll actually see tremendous Yad Hashem. You'll actually see a beautiful sugya emerge. And it'll yet be time to ask why we make the mistake. Couldn't it have come through no mistakes? And you'll, there'll yet be time. But let things play. Let things go. Let things move. At the point that it's frozen, your sugya, that you're not traveling, knock off with the eon. I think it must be taught here. I don't know. I don't, I don't, somebody asked about taping this year. This is one year. I don't know if I give Rishos. And I say to this that the only way anybody has Rishos to hear this is if you're willing to learn Eun. It's very easy. The guy says, oh, big picture. And he doesn't. <laughs> Let it, learn the Sugya, Rabbi say, and ask the Kashas. And, and of course, we're only, we're only, every question's in play. And we're not... Like, like any truth, it could be used for laziness. It could be used not to engage. There's an eon, and there's what to ask and what to examine. And there's for sure you see chen I don't dare want to hear I'm past it, because you're lying. You're dishonest. You're not past it. But I also want to say, don't always learn eon. Move forward. See, I have a kasha, so you can't see a little more of the sugya. There's much to deduce here. Pull yourself out a little bit. Pull out your kasha. Let Hashem's plan go forward. See where it's taking you. See what happens. See how it plays out. You'll see a beautiful picture emerge. I've watched people, I've watched people be yisichen ala and get stuck there. I've seen it. People are talking about it, talking about it, not moving forward, not advancing. I've seen, I've asked guys, knock off with the inner trouble, knock it off, go to DBT and just let's go, get busy, let's go. Second Seder, first Seder, night Seder, tefillah, let's go. Um, I, I need to figure out. Altir Gzubaderich, you're learning too much in. There's a time, see the sugya, I remember the Masechtas, I know them more bi'iyun, the ones I learned in high school. Let, see the whole view, let it flow, let it move forward. Altir Gzubaderich. On the road is not the time. If it's, if it's stopping a journey, then I'll tear Gzubaderech. Stop getting so bogged down. It also stops being the sugya. It starts being you. You're stuck in you, not in the sugya. See the sugya. Let the sugya talk. Let it shine. Let it, let it flow. It's very, very interesting. In the Torah, by the sugya of Makkah, it says the mitzvah daraisa to build a fence. If you have a tall porch, you have a mitzvah the raisa to build a fence. You have an aseva, you have a loisa, says the Torah, why should you build a fence? Lest the faller falls. Now Chazal asks, why does it call him a faller? Lest the man or a lady falls off to build a fence because it's a dangerous area. You don't want somebody to get hurt. But it says the faller falls to teach you Ashkach. If somebody fell, Roy Zelipal, he was supposed to fall. Isn't that fascinating? Anywhere in the Torah, God could have taught us about Ashkach, that when something's happened, it was, it was wanted by Hashem to be. But the place that it's taught is by human error. 
talking about Sisa Maka, and it says, Kipal Anoifu, if you make a dangerous matziv, just understand the man was supposed to fall. We're talking about human error. God functions through our errors and he still runs the world. It's difficult to understand. You know why? Because you're human and so am I. We're both humans and humans have a hard time wrapping our mind that Hashem runs the world. I don't know why we think it's better that he runs the world through our successes than our failures. I struggle as much with our good things had as he run as our bad things. For some reason, people struggle more with the bad things. How could it be? Both ways, God is running the world. He runs the world, and we have choice. They're both truths. Hard to wrap your mind around, it's just the truth. He runs the world, and we have choice. It's amazing. It's above, it's above, it's above nature. It's, it's called godliness. Bechir is godly. That's what it means. Where B'Tselem Elikim means we have choice. We're godly, and it's just mind-blowing. It's above human comprehension that we have choice. Because you have a world that Hashem runs, and we have choice, is, is godly. It means, that's what it means, that we're B'Tselem Elikim. That's, that's what it means, we're B'Tselem Elikim. We're the form of Hashem. We have choice. Remarkable. We're creators like Hashem. And the reality is that Hashem runs the world through our flaws and through our good things, and He runs the world nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And when a person gets bogged down in Eun, he doesn't see the beautiful Sugya. And Yosef HaTzadik's brothers says to his brothers at this time, Yosef HaTzadik says, I think, I think we have to pay heed to the whole Torah. I don't know if there's a generation that's more impacted by Yosef HaTzadik than today. People are learning the sogi of Golos and the specific sogi of Yosef HaTzadik. It's interesting that the first Mashiach, Mashiach ben Yosef, people are learning the sogis of Yosef. I'm, I'm 48 years old, like never in my life, people are studying the sogi of Yosef HaTzadik. We're living in a generation of, of tremendous promiscuity, tremendous exposure, and the sogi of Yosef HaTzadik's like emerging in a big way. What was Yosef? What was the trick? What was a Yosef surrounded by Mitzrayim? A Yosef who becomes the king of Mitzrayim. A Yosef who then Mitzrayim turns on. Anybody who's studying America and the Yid in America is watching Yosef HaTzadik. From the beginning of just being a stranger alone in the country, to B'nai Taira becoming dominant, to a country turning, everybody shocked, uh, they're starting this papers writing against it. It's, it's, oh remarkable. Lord, it's remarkable what's going on in the world, and people are studying Yaisav HaTzadik. People are studying Yaisav HaTzadik rightfully. And Yosef HaTzadik talks to our generation, to the Ache Yosef, stop learning so much Ion. Stop learning He acknowledges, of course, there's a Sogyo. And of course, there are questions and things and times and places. But don't get bogged down. Stop getting bogged down. Go to the next Shachris. Let's let it play out. Let it, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. Let it go, let it go. Learn a little bikis. Let the sugya flow. Go to the next shachris. But I don't know, I can't go to shachris. I want you, we're in a generation, that's the beauty of our generation. I can't go to mincha, I'm too, I'm, I'm too sad. That's the beauty of our generation. I'll get to mincha, But I'm only talking to the guy who's struggling to go to mincha because he's stuck on issues. And if he's not busy with issues and not working on it, I'm not talking to you. And you, I say, learn some Eun. You're not, you're not studying. But to people who are learning Eun, who have a care to learn Eun, there's a time and a place, don't get bogged down. 
So the ikr of learning is eon. The goal of learning is eon. And yet you're blocking your own eon because you're getting so bogged down. You're blocking your own eon. Don't learn the eon on the road. Let things flow. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. See the whole picture. Read the sogya again. Go weiter. You'll come back. You'll yet come back. You're not, you're not going away from it. You'll yet ask. You'll yet analyze. You'll yet have a time. It looks to me something like this. Somebody has a different shot. I'm willing to hear. I don't want to stop yet. We're not free to stop what we want in the Torah. I'm learning. I don't know if this is pshat. I suspect. I suspect something of this nature. I'm not. Yosef Atzag's brothers are made aware of this, and they're told, "Stop learning so much Ian on the road." I hear something of this nature. That's what I'm hearing. I wanted to share this thought with the chevra. I thought it was. I thought it was mighty relevant. So I wanted to share. I want to share one more thing, but here, Reb Ezi's right, there has to be a song, Reb Achten Aprakim. I don't want to end so heavy. I don't want to end so heavy. So one song and then something light. What? That's why it says they went, because it wasn't the message only for this trip. So it says they traveled. If it just said he told them, then it was just a message for this trip. Then Reb Ezi would be right. But it says, it says like after, so it wasn't only for this trip. Now, it was true for this trip also, but not limited to this trip. So Hashem worded, he said it before. Remember, it's, he said it before, but Hashem records it after because it wasn't only for this trip. So after they travel, let me tell you something about trips in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to sing a toy that
address something. Pace, I want you to hear this. Shu, I want to address something that I feel like we owe to say over. That right, Brownstein and I both, Baruch Hashem, do the schedule of the yeshiva and there are a, a nice number of off days that were Hanukkah, that are now and then midwinter. And I, I feel like I owe the guys to express something that and you it, it, you know, you don't get the opportunity just to say words. I'm expressing, and each person could decide for themselves. But I, I feel the need to express this, that it's important to me every day the yeshiva's valued. We have a pact between us. There are times with snow and the likes over the years that we could not just give an extra day. And to the best of our ability, to me, it's a tremendous disrespect to Hashem. And the miraculous nature of the yeshiva, we appreciate every day in the yeshiva. A couple of years ago, we were told by the Anhala a week before the end of this month that you could have the campus another week. It was like a week? How many years ago was that? We were told you could have it another week, the camp in the summer. We took it in a minute. We felt we could have extra days. We won it. And with many, many times over the years, the, when, when the question, an extra day off, not, that should be yeshiva. We value yeshiva. It's pashat. Guys have shyless, and I can tell you, anybody watches Ray Brownstein being here, he's here constantly because he values every day of the yeshiva. He's not here. It's not a workaholic. He, he works beautiful, but he's here because he values a day in yeshiva. And, and the attitude is when we can have an extra day, we want a day. We don't give up. To me, it would be a tremendous, to ask Hashem, I feel the yeshiva is a miraculous place, and we've seen many nisim, and to devalue something and ask for it is very bizarre. To devalue and then say, Hashem, give us, another, give us the yeshiva, and give us each day, and then to devalue it is, is bizarre. And I do feel the need to express that when there's time off, it's done with a cheshven, and this week, we're going to Eretz Yisrael. I had a funny Misa. A few years back, we got during, during COVID, so we were all, everybody worked to be comfortable in their homes. And myself and Ray Brownstein, both our families were extremely comfortable in our own homes. Ray Brownstein's family, his Rebetzin, his wife, ran the whole school. 
and was running it much easier from local. She was in a drive away from her teachers, her students, right? Brownstein's children were set up. My kids were set up, and it was very carefully constructed. Each house, and the house was at a very good place for the world being shut down. Each kid my wife had, with a lot of chachma and work and plan, had designed the house to become a school for each kid. Things were set up. There was a family schedule. Things were very shut. And we had the opportunity to run the yeshiva. And I promise it was murder to do it. To say we're going. Everybody was scared to move. I remember when being called that we can get, are you we can get Pennsylvania. We got it. I was like, we can get Pennsylvania. It was scary because the world, there was so much uncertainty. And we can go to Pennsylvania and a day later be tossed. Nobody knew what was happening. What the mayor, the governor, this state, that state, who's safe, what trouble you can get into. And to just say, we're going to, what's in Pennsylvania? What's happening? And our families are set up. And we both felt a day in yeshiva. You go, you could have a day. It's a chutzpah to say to Hashem, give us the yeshiva and you have a chance and you easily. The attitude is if we could have a day, we grab a day. That's the attitude that we're, that in the, there are many nafkeminists, there's many, many times we could have said, okay, what's a day? Start a day later. It's not that way. Not that way. With snow, many times we could have said, it's a, snow in the forecast, send them home a day earlier, shrug. No, no, no. Day of Yeshiva, day of Yeshiva. A day counts. Each day is important. A day is important. To me, guys have asked Shiloh, should I? A guy should fly from Eretz Yisrael for one day. It's Pasha. That's, there's, no, there's nothing more than a day. There's nothing more. You're in a, I'm in a chasmish. Just, of course, you should come back. Not for shtick. It's not the day of Yeshiva. It's not, I happen to love the quiet days. Besides the dramatic, exciting day, a quiet day of Yeshiva too, it is wonderful. I miss, I don't miss many days a year. Thursday, I only could come for a few minutes. I could have just gone from home to a guy in the Yeshiva's chasna. But I came for a few minutes, because it's Yeshiva, there's no difference a few minutes if you add to him. Yeshiva, Yeshiva is important. What, what happened was we were going to Fort Log and we had it, there was, it was limited room. So we just had room for the 12th grade. We simply, there weren't beds for the whole yeshiva. We couldn't have the whole yeshiva there. Practically, there were two considerations. There weren't beds, practically that you didn't need more, but there weren't beds for more. We had the 12th grade here. There were about 20 more beds. We didn't want to choose 30 more beds. We didn't want to choose some kids. So we had opportunity that some alumni can come. Revarie Weiss had sponsored. The guys were learning in a koilo somewhere. So he was going to bring his heaven. So a 12th grader complained to me that some alumni were coming. I told him, you're one of the most short-sighted people I ever saw in my life. I said, for the next 15 minutes, you're still going to be a 12th grader. And then the next 60 years, 70, 80, 90 of life, you're going to be, you're going to be a base medrash. You should beg us to bring the base medrash. You're just so stuck in the moment. You're right now a 12th grader for a few more minutes. Then you're, I'm bringing you here. I'm bringing you. We are going to visit you in Eretz Yisrael, Mamie. That's what we're doing. And it's the reason to let the yeshiva run without rebellion for youngsters. The, the Beis Medrash, the BMG Hever will run. We arrange the place. Beis Hashem, they will be running. They'll continue learning. For the Masifta, my feeling is that Masifta guys, a Rebbe, should be by Rebbeim. You're by Rebbeim. A guy learns by a Rebbe. That's how it should be. I like Rebbe Brownstein. I, I talk. Right, Brown puts his life 
and I, he backs up much more. The bus is coming, he's here, because the Bachar doesn't learn in walls. The Bachar learns by a Rebbe. He learns by a Rebbe. The Rebbeim aren't here, they can't be two places at once. So we're going to you in Eretz Yisrael. Now you ask to do this midwinter, if the families, if the families don't get a midwinter, we can't have a yeshiva. We ask a lot of the families. I don't know if the guys understand, right? Brownstein, my mishpacha, come every other Shabbos to yeshiva. That's very rare in the world, very. They have friends. Our kids have friends where they live. Our wives have friends where they live. They come every week, leave their house. We're asked, we put a lot. And we have to be Mishayer, how much we can put on our families, how much we can't. We can sacrifice our midwinter, we can't sacrifice our families' midwinter. So the Cheshbainas, and we try to make the Cheshbainas, I feel like I owe the Chevra to, to, to express. Now, if it looks like we don't care about days, and somebody could challenge, I can't prove how much we care about days. I can only feel the need to address that we do care about days. That it's not like, it's noticed by us and it bothers me. There's a lot of days off. That bothers me. It's difficult for out-of-towners. It bothers me. But I want to say that the attitude is not to forget days. It's not to give up on days. Could I prove it to you? I could tell you that at times we had opportunities. When COVID was here, we, had, we ran, we left every safety because we didn't want to give up a day of yeshiva. When there's snow in the forecast, and again, safety matters to us, but a day of yeshiva, we don't like just spit on days. Chas v'shalm, a day counts. Each day is important. It's extremely, extremely. So I feel the need to express that while apologizing that we're going to visit you in Eretz Yisrael. So you're here right now, but for more of your life, you won't be here. So we're going to the guys in Eretz Yisrael. The nature of a yeshiva is learning by Rebbeim. That's the nature. When we get older, it's a lot more independent learning. And when you get older, the, the Rebbe's away. There's no shaykhus, there's no connection. For younger guys, the Rebbeim not here probably wouldn't be the smartest idea. The yeshiva probably would not remain open, al Hateva, for long if we left it open without Rebbeim. So we won't do that. That is the cheshbin, why we're doing it. It's frustrating. I'm happy that guys express so much off as I, I wouldn't want it any other way but guys to be frustrated, but I do feel the need to explain it. I feel the need to express it. So I did want to say that a day of yeshiva. It's, it, it's chas v'shalom to devalue any extra day, another day, if we could figure out a day, if there's a way to figure it out. We've been trying to make cheshbainas. Does it sad even to don't visit Eretz Yisrael? Mechatesi. I've spoken to guys, right? Brown said it's not like an assumption. It's not like, it's not a, like, oh, go to Eretz Yisrael, stop. So cancel Eretz Yisrael. We're ready. We're muchan to do that. Our sense for guys in Eretz Yisrael is there's practically something we could do when we go there. We have a sense that practically there's a mile for the guys in Eretz Yisrael. There's a chizuk, there's an encouragement. It's mechazik a lot. And we want you, frankly, when you have an Eretz Yisrael, if we can be mechazik, we still feel a responsibility. So there's cheshbonus to it, but I do want to express that it's not lost. I don't want it to be left as an unspoken thing that there are days missing. It's not light. It's not a light thing. You're off Wednesday. Are you off Wednesday? I, even the out Shabbos, I want to say there are people joining. You talk about learning Bikiyos. We used to do three ins and one out. We did it. We've tried a lot in the high school. We tried a lot. 
and we've experimented what works and what doesn't. If we felt we could do more ins, so we would do more ins. If we can keep a guy here more days, we would do that. It simply didn't work. At times we had two ins in a row, nothing to do with our patterns. Before we did the one in, one out, we just explored and experimented. This is what we felt guys can handle. I would rather a guy is here less and wants to be here than we hold him here more and he doesn't want to be here. That would not be a very good thing. So we could hold the guy here longer. That's not a good thing if a guy doesn't want to be in yeshiva. Better he's here a little less and he wants to be here than we held him here. But we, we value at many days we could have the chevra here and be together here is, is valued and appreciated. A day in yeshiva is not to... Is not to is not to is not to just eh, okay. Well, it's not that way. Not that way at all. If there's ever opportunities, maybe we can get another day. So let's do it. When this man starts, we sit down. They're cheshbonus, but we try to cheshbon. Maybe we can get it. Is it to get anything reasonable to try to get another day? You have to chaperen. So I, I wanted to share that with the guys again. You could say something, you could tell your kids, you know, really, and then you do the opposite, so you're not living true. So the, my words are not what you should measure by. I ask you to look at Ray Brownstein's consistency in being here and study something. There's something he's saying. He's not a workaholic. That's not what you're seeing. A workaholic's like a guy, one guy's addicted to drugs, one guy's addicted to alcohol, a guy who's addicted to work, not to face life. He faces life. He's here because he values a day of yeshiva. Baruch Hashem, we don't try not to miss days unless it's for a chevrach. Because we value a day in yeshiva is not to, you don't easily just cancel. People who easily cancel on things, it becomes very strange to daven for miracles to sustain the thing that you don't value yourself. You can't ask Hashem, this is very precious to me, Hashem, help you. No, it's not. Very important. You have to think your attitudes toward things. The attitude towards the day in yeshiva is very, very important to us. I want a guy to know when he's clearing. It's a chasna anyway. I might as well. You come back. I'm very proud. My son, had a, we had a family simcha. He said he doesn't want to miss the first seder. He made a cheshbon. Then you dive into Hashem to see after the Shmaya for that which you value. It's a different prayer. I've said before our activities become prayers. Being my sinevish for a day of yeshiva becomes a prayer. I value this, Hashem. Let it work. It becomes a prayer. That's what it is. So we should all see Siddhartha Dishmaya to get Hashem should bench us with very good and successful days in Yeshiva. Let's have a Mayra. Mayra, then Kiddush Lubana. What?